He's a Cannes Award winner. He published his own autobiography, despite not being able to read, write, or talk. He had two roles in two major motion pictures before bow-wowing out of Hollywood. I, of course, am talking about Uggie the Dog, the Jack Russell Terrier from the Academy Award-winning film The Artist, who many believe might be the best canine actor of all time. Of this performance as the dog, New York Post critic Lou Lumenick called it the best performance, human or animal, in any film I've seen this year, which was also the same Oscar year Meryl Streep won for The Iron Lady. An Oscar nomination for Uggie wasn't so far-fetched at the time, as in 2011, S.T. Airsdale of Movieline started an awards campaign called Consider Uggie, advocating that the dog should receive a nod for his work. His career only spanned eight years, but is Ugly Uggie really the greatest canine movie actor of all time? And what sets him apart from other acting dogs like Moose, Higgins, and even Terry the dog? In this podcast, my awards daily colleague, Joey Moser, and I, and I, Megan McLaughlin, will watch Uggie's entire filmography, all eight of his appearances, and in addition to his performances, discuss his cultural impact and whether we'll ever see an animal actor like Uggie again. So, yes, Joey and I have been wanting to do this podcast for a very long time, and it actually started... I would say about a year ago, right, Joey, with the genesis of this podcast? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, first of all, I feel like I'm not qualified after that luminous introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, um, I do remember, I distinctly remember <laughs> Megan, several things, really. I, re- I remember Megan and I seeing the artist together, the whole story about that. And then I do remember... When I think Megan and I saw Uggie's book in the store. And then <laughs> I also remember, <laughs> they come in threes, things that I remember about Uggie <laughs> and Megan. I remember when Megan sent me a message that said, I bought Uggie's book. I literally stopped dead in my tracks. <laughs> I bought it as a gift, actually. I never even actually bought it for myself until this year. But I bought it as a gift in a grab bag, a holiday grab bag. And uh-huh. I remember uh, getting some Uggs when people opened the book for Uggie. Like, so you're saying he's misunderstood. If, like, <laughs> I think that's where he got his name. Is People were like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, he's definitely, I think, misunderstood or maybe too understood. Um, we'll get to that. But uh, but I know that the reason why we kind of started talking about this was because uh, in 2019, the film Ad Astra came out. Mm-hmm. And um, there is a scene in it where, a spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, there are like, there's a killer monkey in the film. And I remember after seeing it, I... I called you and I was like, Joey, you didn't tell me that there's a monkey in this I'm, film. And I wasn't going to surprise <laughs> yeah. who, who wants to be, so you know, spoil, have a monkey spoiler. I mean, nobody wants to be spoiled because of a monkey. It was shocking. So. If somebody would have told me, Oh, by the way, there's a killer monkey in space. First of all, I would have been in that seat, like for way the film sooner. way sooner. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but we got into a discussion after that of like, well, who played the monkey? Like, because the monkey was terrifying and then we like went on imdb and could not find the monkey and so i was like you yeah, know they couldn't, yeah we, <laughs> we couldn't <laughs> even find a damn monkey actor for this you know i was really upset and 
Um, and that's kind of where we started talking about Uggie again, which Uggie, I feel like would get brought up at least once a month with us. Like I've always, I always talk about Uggie. I, I, like. I feel like Megan and I, um, I mean, I should, I should probably be honest about as we go on this journey together. I'm a cat person. Um, even though you have a dog, even though we just I, got a dog. Yeah. Um, so maybe this podcast is like coinciding with a very pivotal moment of my life, getting my, uh, you know, my first dog since I was like a kid. Um, but I remember after we saw that movie and, you know, the whole awards, uh, you know, train that happened, I um, started to hate that dog. <laughs> I started, I will be honest. Like I got sick of seeing its face. I got, it's probably because I also didn't like the artist. Like I, um, I got so sick and tired of like the, the like, Oh, it's ugly. And didn't you love the artist? I was like, no, I did not like the dog. And I didn't know. I did not like the artist. Stop making the artist happen. Despite and it winning. And frankly, to be, to be honest, like it's not his, but like it's not the best canine role I've ever seen. Like I think Uggy was like hyperbolic, ladies and gentlemen. Right. I don't think we got to see the best of Uggy, or maybe we have it. Maybe we we're going to go on this journey of watching all of his films. So maybe there's another film that's better, but suited for him. But like I was even thinking of the beginners or beginners film, um, oh, which okay. he was up for and really wanted to get into that film, <laughs> but he didn't, and that's where he got cast for the artist. But a dog beat him out for that, and um, I actually think that movie is better. And um, they make better use of the dog in that film too. I think. Yeah, and I also think this is a moment where everyone realizes that we're serious about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the fact that I read his biography and like, but here's but here's the other reason why I want to talk about this is because like, is Uggy like the last real Hollywood canine actor? Because you know, earlier this year, Call of the Wild came out and with Harrison Ford, and my dad actually uh, was talking about how he had wanted to see it like before he knew saw the previews. He's like, oh, I want I love Call of the Wild, and then he saw the trailer at my brother my dad went to a movie theater and um this is before everything all the lockdown i know and he's like that dog is clearly not real that looks ridiculous and then i I watched the trailer and it was like laughable and then it kind of made me think about how like with a dog's journey in that film and like you know Peta got in hot water or Peta got them in hot water for everything with the the way they treated the dogs even though i think they debunked it after that but like now it's almost like Maybe CGI dogs are the only way movies can go, and maybe Uggy marks the end of an era. Oh, I don't know. What do you think? Question. Um, I mean, I actually wonder. Uh, you know, I didn't see the Call of the Wild trailer for a while. I kept seeing the poster. This, I mean, this is you know eons ago, January or February <laughs> of 2020. You know, before I, um, you know. Whatever, I can't even make a, a COVID joke now because I can't think of anything funny on the top of my head because it's all been sad and it's all depressing. We're all going to die. Um, no, I remember walking through the theater and seeing the poster and being like, oh, okay. And then I saw the trailer and I thought to myself, I was like, oh, God, they didn't use, um, you know, like a real dog. Um, it made me raise a lot of questions. Did Does Harrison Ford not get along with real dogs? I was it. <laughs> there was a. Um, get this dog off my face. Get plate. this dog. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I grew up in a time where, you know, I was a homeward bound kid. It was just, you know, uh, you know, where they didn't make the, the animals mouths move and stuff like that. Um, 
I think it's kind of crazy that they wouldn't have a real dog. Maybe maybe just as like treacherous situations, maybe it's just easier to do a you know, CGI dog because they could just do it in post and just make Harrison Ford act with a stick with tennis balls on its head. I don't know. It, which I would I would actually pay more money to see that than I would pay to see the actual Call of the Wild. Um, I lost the thread of your question, but... <laughs> no, but, like, but like in... Well, it was just, like, is Uggy... Does Uggy mark the end of an era? Because I think you're right. Like, maybe it's easier just to be, like... Oh, we don't have to worry about all these things. And also, but can we do better? Because like that dog looked like it looked like they just had an animated dog with Harrison. It was like almost that crude, to be yeah. honest. I remember it was jarring. It's like it's just like it's like the dog was like practically winking in the trailer too. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I want like see... to see. Note that Jason just brought in our dog from outside, and he's oh. making the dog wink. I would like to say that my dog, dear listeners, my dog is better than your dog. If you have a dog, my dog is cuter. <laughs> my dog, see, I'm all or nothing when it comes to dogs. I hate Uggy. My dog's cuter than your dog. So you're going to get in for some really hard opinions here. Um, I was actually wondering when uh, last year Disney released a TV movie called Togo? Togo? Right. Yeah, Togo. That was a real dog, wasn't it? Was it? Was it a real dog? Yep. Uh, according to the IMDb page, Togo was played by Diesel. Then maybe, you know, maybe it goes back and forth. You know, I, no, I mean, great like, to know. like, hey, Harrison Ford, it, it could have been done with the dog. But I, I, I don't know. It's it's I like Uggy was probably the I mean, Ugg, Uggo, oh, God, um, <laughs> Uggy was way bigger than no one saw this movie. I will flat out say no one saw this movie. Um. Togo, I mean, I'm sure 12 people saw Call of the Wild. I mean, I think you're right. Like, Uggy was a sensation. Uggy was, you, I mean, that Oscar campaign was, what, four months long? That dog was everywhere. And I don't think I've seen an awards campaign or anything like it where they were like, here's the dog, you know? Right. He's, he's sort of in a realm of its own. He's cute, but he's like, I mean, there have been other, you know, I would say more, I mean, okay, so he rides a skateboard, like, Uggy in real life was, like, kind of, he did a lot of cool tricks, um, but, you know, if you think about it, like, Moose from Frasier did 164 episodes of a television show, like, you know, uh, like, Higgins from Benji and Petticoat Junction, like, 150 episodes, like, uh-huh. Uh, Terry from the Wizard of Oz was in the women, um, you know, and did 21 movies. So why was, why is, why Uggy is the other thing I want to know. Do you think he just came around at a time with like when social media was like, you know, this was like a time when social media was exciting, but I would say it's also before canceling was really popular because I also think like had Uggy lived longer, he would have been canceled. <laughs> he, <laughs> You've read his, his autobiography as Mark II. <laughs> he killed a cat. Like, let's just be honest. Let's get that out uh, out of the bag. He killed a cat. There like, would be a hashtag. There right. Would be, um, and, you know, some people would be like, oh, it's his instinct. They're like, no, Uggie's a refined gentleman. Cancel. Not right. He's not host, He's not hosting the Oscars this year. He's not. That, that TV deal that he has with, you know, Penelope Ann Miller, it's dead. Um, he also I, had a sick obsession with Reese Witherspoon in the book. Oh God, I can't wait to freaking read this book. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I have like, a stack of books obsession. that I bought during quarantine that I haven't read yet, and I'll keep shooting straight up to the top of the list. I read this on the bus publicly in front of people. Like, yeah. Did anyone ever say anything hide to you? It behind a Kindle. Nobody ever said a word to me about it. They probably think it's an adorable children's book or something, and not like <laughs> there's some sick shit in this. Like Uggie like makes comments about watching his his dad have sex with his mom. Like. Why? Like his human Why? dad. He's like, sometimes noises are coming from the bedroom. And I was like, what? This is like, I'm just kind of a perv, which is why I'm like, you know, there are dogs that were more, you know, that did a lot of television. Like, why wasn't there a Frasier Moose Emmy campaign? But I think Uggy just came around at the right time when, you know, Pets and Grumpy Cat was probably like, somewhat big around that time and i think we just embraced uh uggy and he's kind of like a james dean you know he only did like two <laughs> films well three if you count the campaign cameo but like he did he did like three films and he's out and that's it like and the one that everybody kind of grew to know him by was his second film which was the artist which is you know kind of amazing that it's just like he's like yep i'm out Bye. Retired. <laughs> so um, if this was like a real person, like not a canine. Yes. You're saying that he would be canceled and he would probably be a little bit mysterious. Yes, I do. I think he would be, I mean, he killed a cat. Everybody loves cats. Uh, do they? <laughs> you love cats. You just said you're a cat cats. person. I know, but I don't think any, like, if you said cats or dogs, I feel like the majority of people would say dogs. Really? Oh, God, so yes. You think they would support him killing a cat? They'd be, like, okay with it. Um, I don't think they would, like, cheer on the killing of a cat, but they probably don't think it's a big deal. We're saying controversial things here, so, um... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I actually, <laughs> I'm always like a, a staunch defender of, this sounds so fucking lame, but I don't care. Um, I always kind of hate how cats are portrayed in movies. Why do you hate that? What are, how are they portrayed? Because, um, generally, I'm speaking very broadly, um, cats are always seen as mean or standoffish or... Um, that they hate everybody. Um, I just think that cats are smarter than dogs. <laughs> and cats aren't, um, like, the intelligence that cats have, like, they're sort of, like, apathetic. to like, I don't give a shit. Like, they don't, they don't run at you when the door opens. They don't come and, like, lick your face. They sort of just like, hey, what's up? Like, that's how cats are. They're a lot, most of them, I, sh um, I should say. I, sh I don't want to generalize. But, um... I don't, I think cats are always seen as, like, being bad, like, the bad guys, or, like, uh, compared to dogs, I feel like dogs are portrayed much more favorably than cats. I'll, I'll give you a list. I'll yes, I want to, I need to see this list, because I'm thinking about, like, cats are always seen as, like, I mean, especially, I feel like, I just watched a romantic comedy today where the cat was, like, a support to the protagonist. Oh, which one? Oh, uh, Modern Persuasion. Okay. And, um... You know, she talks to the cat, and I feel like that's that's pretty common in a lot of. I mean, think about like um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I mean, the cat is very important to her. Um, you know, I feel like cats are almost like support, but they don't necessarily have 
they don't display or uh, like a personality like dogs do in films, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. Like, I feel like if you look at anything, like people, <laughs> I always get really um, <laughs> legitimately kind of like upset how people people throw cats, people throw like, um, like th- there are many an instance where like a cat is thrown in a quote unquote comedic manner. It's just the cat like screeching as it is thrown off, off screen. That's true. I, I feel like that happens a lot. You think of, um, can't believe I'm bringing this up, but, um, the movie cats and dogs, the cats are bad and the dogs are good. Um, yep. Were you yeah. offended by that film? <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say offended, but I would say that at the time I was just like, you guys just don't get it. Cats are awesome. I love cats. Um, I have a very, (laughs) you guys just don't get it. Um, um, this was clearly made by people who've never owned a cat. Like that's basically, and then of course cats didn't help anything. So, um, do you Dr- think Jason cats, Derulo's bulge or not didn't help anything. Do you think Cats was made by people who are dog lovers and that was the problem with it? I could see Tom Hooper with a dog. Yeah. Now I got I'm wondering if that's where the Tom problem is with like Hooper. we need more cat owner representation with some of these movies. Maybe. That's very true. Maybe. We have that's a sequel true. podcast burgeoning yeah. as we talk about get the dog. But so let's get into like what we're going to be watching. So okay. so this is the filmography of Uggy. Um, we are going to be watching. He, he didn't make many films, but um, the first one we're going to be watching is What's Up, Scarlet, and it is a uh, romantic comedy, and uh, he's uncredited in it, but Ooh, um, but he is in it, and it, you can watch it on YouTube. So everybody can watch it on YouTube with us. Um, and we'll discuss that. But um, the other one we're going to be talking about is What's Up Rockers uh, from 2005, Mr. Fix-It, where he plays the Terrier. And that's from 2006. Water for Elephants, where he plays a woman. Well, not a woman. A female oh, dog. Queenie, which is very controversial, I think. What a, what um, a bitch. T- taking, away, taking away roles from, from female dogs. Uh, 2011, The Artist, of course. 2012, The Campaign, where he kind of plays himself. Uh, well, yeah, he does, in a cameo. And then 2012's, uh, we're going to watch Keen Peel's Racist Dog episode. And then his final film, his final bow, wow, is 2013's <laughs> Holiday Road Trip, where he plays Scoots. Um, but yeah, the first film we're going to watch is What's Up, Scarlet, and kind of discuss, like, you know, you know, see how he does in the film, and maybe kind of track his progress as an actor, too. I mean, Sally Kirkland's in it. So if you're not if you're not ready to watch a movie with Sally Kirkland and Uggy, which he his name in the movie is Uggy. Um, <laughs> so What's Up, Scarlet is a movie from 2005. It's it's short. It's only like an hour and 25 minutes. The logline for it is Scarlet is a single workaholic Los Angeles matchmaker with no love life, like the only kind of movie they could make in 2005. Right. Uh, Scarlet's mother is constantly trying to fix her up to Scarlet's chagrin. Everything changes when homeless actress Sabrina crashes into her car and into her life. And it's funny that they're, you know, usually in films like this, I feel like there'd be a cat, but... Um... This is a dog is the protagonist support in it. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, tracking how Uggy does. And Uggy was probably like, he was a- probably pretty young at this point. He was born into, he's only like three years old. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. An ingenue, really, he's an ingenue. Right, yeah. What's the male version of an ingenue? Of just a man? Okay. Um, <laughs> we don't give cutesy names to male actors here as their career progresses. We don't? Okay, that's fine. Um, he's just a young male actor dog. Yes, yes. Okay, so that's what we're going to do uh, for the first for the first film that we're going to watch and tracking, you know, considering Uggy and why, why he was, you know, considered the greatest canine actor of all time. Um, yeah. And like I said, the film is available for free on YouTube, but um, yeah. Joey, do you have anything else to say before we, you know, end the first podcast? Um, I'm actually legitimately excited. Um, yes. And I hope we upset some Lassie fans out there. You know, we're saying, <laughs> This, again, I've said this a couple of times already, this this podcast is about controversy, and uh, this is something that Megan and I have spent way too much time talking about, and we <laughs> have decided that since we spent way too much time talking about it, we need to share this with the world. So yes. I'm, I'm <laughs> legitimately not ironic, unironically excited. Yay, me too. I can't wait. So we hope you'll go on this filmography journey of Uggy with us. And uh, watch What's Up, Scarlet, and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.